Hey, and welcome to this podcast on podcasts. This will be a two-part episode, and for day- today's first part, we are going to talk about all things hardware with, with you know, podcasts. So let's get started. With microphones, um, there are generally two types, and within those two types, there are two subcategories. So your two types are USB microphone, which directly connect into your computer with a USB-C or USB-A connection. So those pesky things on your Apple bricks, those are USB-As, and those are what you use to plug in a USB mic. XLR mics are another category, and like the one that I have in my hand right now, it has an XLR connection on the back of it. XLR um, cables and connections are specifically meant for audio and are very high quality as compared to USB microphones. Um, XLR microphones do generally require that you have an interface or a mixer to amplify your signal enough so that your computer can actually read it. Whereas USB-C mics are your one-stop shop and you just plug it in and it'll record straight up. (laughs) Straight up. Um, yeah. Within both of those categories, you can find condenser and dynamic microphones so in my hand here i hold a dynamic microphone and if i had a condenser phone i would show you but you know there's a lot out there there you might see them because they're like square i guess um most of them are square um but yeah so condenser microphones are generally better for for music or a band or piano or acoustics as such because they generally can pick up multiple different multiple different levels or amplitudes, I guess, if that's the way. So you can have, like, multiple different um, music tunes going on. So, like, for a band, it would be better. Dynamic microphones are generally better for podcasting because their sole purpose is to pick up one voice, not two. So your one voice in the podcast will be a lot more clear, a lot more um, nice, I guess. But with the condenser mic, that's a bit different. So, um, yeah, um, also most mics also have what's called a cardioid polar pattern. So on this microphone, the cardioid polar pattern is sort of like, um, uh, kind of like two ovals on the top here. And so it's generally better to speak at the microphone with a 45 degree angle so that it picks up that voice there. Um, yeah, that's cardiac polar pattern, but yeah. Um, also, moving past USB and dynamic microphones and XLR, you also have your phones. Now, um, if you haven't noticed, your phone is... It works. Um, there's definitely great podcasts out there that totally work using a phone microphone because these mics are, like, you know, high quality, like... They do work. Um, if you film video with an iPhone, you'll notice that it's decent, but you can definitely hear, like, there's definitely, like, room echo, and that's not really good, generally. Um, but yeah, also, there's video microphones. Um, my friend Arian, um, who you saw on the Apple podcast, um, he actually has a Rode VideoMic Pro, so... Things like that, those are video microphones, which you can attach to the top of a camera, or you can just plug it directly into an audio port, and it works totally well. Um, 
Those um, also have shotgun patterns, so they can generally pick up the entire room with like um, kind of like a triangle cone pattern, and it picks up everyone in the room. They also sound really nice, but generally I don't use those for, I wouldn't use those for podcasts, just because it, it, it doesn't turn out well when you have one mic for um, many different people, I guess. Um, yeah. But they are very good microphones. So that like broadly covers microphones, like very broadly. Um, so another thing is a mixer or an interface. Mixers or interfaces, um, let me grab. So your interface is, um, is basically what you use to get it into the computer. And what it does is it will, um, It'll amplify your signal or gain so that you so that you can actually hear it or see the audio lines like in this beautiful um, production. Um, but yeah, there's also 48 volt phantom power for if you are using a condenser microphone like we talked about earlier, and that'll that'll also amplify the signal and without phantom power unfortunately a condenser microphone just will not work it's not a good idea condenser microphones are pretty pretty bulky and they are good though so yeah these um interfaces are also able to latently not latently zero latency monitor with headphones so what that means is you can like if you if i plugged a headphones into here then i can hear it with headphones and i can hear how my voice sounds real time so it's pretty epic um there's also speakers so that you can it's a speaker system basically too yeah that's that's this um interfaces so those are 100% needed if you are if you're using an XLR microphone and that's what makes XLR microphones so much better compared to a USB microphone it's just completely not completely but it's definitely a lot better um compared to like something such as a blue yeti or something of that nature you can definitely tell like when you're listening to an XLR mic just because XLR like you'll definitely tell Generally, inside the podcasting world, I would say that the more you spend, the more more you have to spend to make make it work, I guess, if that makes sense. For example, you can buy a $100, like $50 Blue Yeti, right? Plugs right into a computer and it works epically. I know tons of YouTubers who use it and it's definitely a good USB mic. Then, let's say I... I buy a Shure SM7B, which is a $400 dynamic microphone, dynamic XLR microphone. Now, there's a lot more accessories that I have to buy to make that SM7B work compared to that Blue Yeti, you know. I'm going to need an interface, maybe a Scarlett 2i2. I might need a preamp, such as a cloud lifter, an inline preamp, um, to amplify the signal more, or... I need more XLR cables to make my connection work, or I need a boom arm because the mic just doesn't stand on its own. You'll notice that that's a common theme. Like, buying a Blue Yeti is a one-stop shop. It's all you need, but it's a really good microphone too. But when you get into the higher-end microphones, such as the Shure SM7B, you'll have to spend a lot more to make it work, as I say. Um, 
But yeah, um, another thing is you have stands. So as you can see here, I'm using a boom arm, toner T20. It's nice. It's metal. Totally works. Um, but that's um, just so that the microphone is here and I don't have to like, I have space to work with and it's really nice. Like I can look at my co-host or guest and it's, it's really nice. You also have like stand and those are really good too. Um, those just set up on your desk and it, it works well. Um, a small little issue is I, I don't like stands because you can kind of like, um, feel the desk like, um, echo, I guess in a way, but yeah. Um, and then a smaller note is cables. Um, I know a lot of podcasters who are really, um, persistent if, or like really sensitive when it comes to cables, I guess. Like there are a lot of, um, really expensive cables. So like red or like, you'll see like a ton of really high end cables for like 50 bucks. But I found that like, um, anything works like Personally, I'm using the Amazon Basics cable. That's like seven bucks, and it works fine. They all work fine, but yeah. Um, that that wraps it out pretty broadly. Um, so now I'm gonna take a break, and then when we come back, we're gonna talk about my setup here, and I will explain how it works. Be right back. And we're back. So now we're going to start with my personal setup for the podcast and the price, I guess. An interesting statistic that I found was that on average, it costs around $200 to $500 to set up a good quality podcast. And I think that really speaks for how much it actually costs. Um, so yeah, I'll get started. So First of all, for this is for both of the setups, I guess. So first, we have two Rode Pod mics, very high quality. Like you can tell that these are 100% like metal, and it's really good. Um, made by Rode, hundred dollars, great podcasting microphone. Um, yeah, covers all of that. Then we have two Toner boom arms. Um, Toner is a great boom arm company. They also make microphones that are like um, pretty cheap, like 40 bucks, but they're still pretty good quality. Um, they also make pop filters and windscreens like the one I'm using here. Um, yeah, so two of those, and those are 20 bucks or 30 bucks each. Um, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Did I say the Rode Pod mic the price? Okay, well, it's $100 each. Um, really good for the price probably best value dynamic microphone i could say a lot of people compare it to a sure sm7b when it comes to that um but yeah next we have the scarlet 2i2 interface which is 150 bucks never goes on sale ever but definitely a good interface you also get like a bunch of extra software that comes with it comes with a USB-C to USB-A um thing so yeah there's that. Then two Amazon Basics cables. Um, so yeah, there's that. And then also software, but that's definitely something we're going to talk about in the next part of the episode. So in summary, I think a podcast is a really worthwhile accomplishment or 
adventure, I guess to say. Um, today we covered a lot of hardware stuff, such as microphones or interfaces. Definitely something to consider before you dive right into a podcast. But, you know, it's definitely something interesting. And even if you're not starting a podcast, some good stuff to know, you know. But, yeah. Um, that about wraps it up. I hope you guys have a great day. And I want to thank, thank you all for listening. See ya.